Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Okay, on this episode, we talk with the incredible Chip Franks, who I don't know how he gets it all done, but he is coming up with something really, really powerful. JoeVolunteer.com. Tim, any impressions? Yeah, I thought that what you know his ideas are absolutely uh, outstanding. As someone who has a nonprofit organization, finding volunteers is always the pretty much the lifeblood of your of your organization, and and it's sometimes it's challenging to get volunteers or the turnover. Uh, you know, someone might volunteer once and then they kind of they kind of slip through the cracks, or you don't have enough events to to sustain the the volunteers. What have you? The bottom line is uh, what his idea is really going to help organizations all, all across the all across the country. So here's the deal though. If you are thinking that, oh, this is a non for profit or, or a volunteering episode, it's that and so much more. She really drops so many value bombs around how to how to stand apart from the rest, how to get a multi multi millionaire's attention. Um, how to collaborate and create your wealth circle and really shorten your timeline to execution. Am I missing stuff, Tim? No, I, mean, that was, so I was going to say it, what, what you just said really is why everyone, why this episode's for everyone and why everyone should, should listen because some of the things that he did to kind of bring out Joe Volunteer and to attract, like you said, the, the multi-multi-million dollar uh, business partner. Absolutely. So take a listen to this incredible episode with the amazing Chip Frank. <laughs> Patty, we're back in the studio, and I can't. I'm I'm excited for today's guest. I'm very excited for today's guest, and I know Tim. There is some alignment there in purpose with our guest. So, without further ado, let's talk about who this incredible guest is and get. All right. Well, we have Chip Franks with us today. He is the co-founder of JoeVolunteer.com, which is named both in honor of its visionary and the fact that. Any old Joe can volunteer and make a difference in the lives of others. Chip Franks is the husband of Laura and daddy to Mandy, Allie, and the amazing Alec. When not starting for-purpose organizations that completely change the face of the world, this is said and fun, folks, he is a real estate entrepreneur and aspiring author in Central Texas. The Boss Free Society podcast welcomes Chip Frank. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Chip, we are noticing, and we just had a little bit of a sidebar that we almost went there, that you have started the standing office, how did you call it? The revolution. Uh, standing desk revolution. Standing yes. desk revolution. And out of curiosity, what is it that incited you to do that, just as a total aside? Uh, very interesting. Yes, I went to a, a seminar in Phoenix uh, a few weeks back, and a, a doctor by the name of Robert Cooper, who's a neuroscientist, was, was speaking there. He suggested doing that. I need to lose a few pounds, uh, <laughs> and I've never noticed anyone that has a standing desk, they all seem to be uh, in shape. So ah. I, I think the human body isn't meant to sit down for, for 
eight or 12 hours a day. So I decided to give this a, a shot. And, uh, and it's been about a week and I, I love it. I feel like I have more energy and wow. uh, like making phone calls while I'm standing up. It just feels, uh, feels more natural, feels better. You know, as an aside, Tim and I have access to a studio with the whole sound, great sound quality. And it's standing up with the mics and we find exactly the same thing. You have more energy, there's more power in your voice. And also, again, just as a tip for presentations, especially if you're doing a webinar or something like that, if you're standing up, there is more enthusiasm and power in your words just by standing up. So great tip as a total aside. (laughs) But what we want to get to, Chip, your new project, JoeVolunteer.com, has an incredible story of how it came to be. Can you please share that with our community? Okay, sure. Actually, it does start with a story, and that's uh, some of the most powerful marketing you can have. This is all very true. This started with a profoundly lonely man in a nursing home in Phoenix, Arizona. And a friend of mine now, he wasn't a friend at the time, but a friend named Joe Polish, who some of you may have heard, he runs the I Love Marketing podcast, extremely well known in the marketing community. But he went to this nursing home to celebrate the birthday of a friend who is a neurosurgeon. While he was there, he noticed a very profoundly lonely man that was sitting in the back. It wasn't part of the celebration and the dozens of people that were there for his friend. And Joe talked to him for a little bit, but he said he said that it just made him sad, just that this man had no one to talk to. And he put this out on his podcast, and he's got a few hundred thousands of listeners on it. And he said, you know what, if anyone uh, has an idea about this, uh, and he, he spoke about it, and uh, I'm going to put a, a link to this uh, for it. I'm, I'm making a special webpage for this podcast as a resource for, for your listeners, uh, but I'll, I'll put a link to the podcast. And what he said, basically, is there should be a technology that connects people that really want to help, people that have good hearts, with organizations and, and the people that need that help. Amen. And uh, the best way to explain this is uh, an Uber for volunteer work. So organizations that need help with people that have, say, uh, folks in the nursing homes that need um, someone to talk to or animal shelters that need some more help or children's hospitals or soldiers with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, anything along those lines, if they need help, they can post to this app. It sends sends a a notification message to all the people, all the Joes, as we call them, Mm -hmm. the the volunteers that can help with that. Uh, Our our mission, and it's a very uh, big, hairy, audacious goal of increasing volunteerism tenfold in this world. And really, that's how it's going to be set up is if uh, if you've signed up for it and you want to help out, uh, let's say if you have an affinity to help animals, uh, animal shelters, they have a need, they post it, and it uh, does a push notification to your cell phone that says, hey, this animal shelter needs help. And when you connect up to it, you say, yes, I'd like to help. It connects to volunteer the Joe, the organization that needs help. And that's the basic idea behind it. And uh, we want this to go worldwide. We're, we're excited about it. So what's so cool about it is that it was something that you listened to. What did you say inside? Hey, I, I got to like I got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is uh, and it's interesting. This it, See, I, I am an inverse paranoid. I, I think things happen for a reason and that there is a higher power. That I believe in God, but uh, the, someone that's looking out for you and that uh, there, there's a reason for everything. And uh, I had actually finished a, a Tony Robbins uh, tape series, uh, The Time of Your Life. And at the end of it, he talks about going out and volunteering at a nursing home. And um, I heard this and I thought, you know, that's really a good idea to, just to go talk to people. So I, I actually I did that a few times. Um, I took my kids with me and uh, we set up a hug station uh, at a nursing home. It 
just to, just to, you know, and, and said free hugs given here. And we kept a tally of how many hugs we gave. And it was awesome. I mean, it was good for the kids. It was good for me. And you just come out of, of something like that just feeling great. Sure. But uh, anyhow, I'd done that. And I remember calling up the nursing homes and, and they just have no clue how to handle volunteers usually. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, you just come in at such and such time and you can ask for uh, this lady and she'll help you out or whatever. I came in. They didn't really have any idea that we we're coming in. <laughs> so we just said, OK, we're just going to set up here. And if someone stops us, they'll stop us. But we, we just decided to do that. But uh, I, I had a special place in my heart from that. Uh, and just uh, and uh, when he spoke about the nursing home in particular, it started a chord with me and I said wow you know I understand that and and uh, had run across the same thing and noticed some lonely people there uh, so when he when he spoke to it it just resonated with me I just said well we've got to do something about this so I set up the website for it so I wrote a business plan and FedExed it uh, to him pretty much the same week I mean it all happened uh, pretty fast and I put a big sticker of my head on the the FedEx uh, package <laughs> just to make sure it got some attention and it's it's funny they actually they lost the FedEx package for a little while. Oh man, <laughs> I bet you're like, my yeah. head's floating around. It was, it was like a milk <laughs> carton. Yeah, but uh, it, it turns out it was put on the CEO's desk and he was out traveling. Uh, about maybe three, three to four weeks later, I, I, I just thought, well, maybe my idea wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> but uh, I Facebooked Joe. I just sent him a message and said, hey, I hate to bother you. I know you're busy, but uh, have you by any chance seen my, my proposal for JoeVolunteer.com? And he's like, uh, no, I haven't. And then a little while later, I guess he had gone out and checked out the website that I set up and said, wow, this this is great. You know, let me take a look at this. Uh, let me find the package. And, and they found it. And uh we started a, a phone conversation and texting back and forth, and uh, it was exciting. See, he, uh, he, he's a marketing hero of mine. I mean, I just, uh, I, in, just as an aside from that, uh, back in 2012, I found a written list of goals that I had. And one of the goals was become a friend with Joe Vol- with uh, Joe Polish. And uh, <laughs> so, in, anyways, it, it happened, and he texted me and said, "Hey, I'm about to call you up, and I'm going to see if you can come out to Arizona uh, tonight or tomorrow morning." Oh, oh, whoa, <laughs> that's fast, but talked to my wife about it and uh, and we made it happen. So later that day, I got the call at about 11 and six o'clock that night, I'm on a plane to Arizona uh, to go talk with him about this and, and to actually make this idea a reality. And that's, so, that's, that's the story. <laughs> I want to break, I want to break this down for a second. Yes. So you listen to Joe Polish's podcast. He talks about the story about going to the nursing home. It resonated with you. You reached out and Basically, you, you developed a business around his his idea uh, around his story, and then you FedExed him your business plan. You called him, you followed up, and then a couple of days later, you were on a plane to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So for our people that are listening out there, this you know, I think this is a this is just a great story about how action can really propel you with your dreams and with your life and whatever whatever you're trying to do in your life. Because here is Joe Polish, who's you know arguably one of you know one of the bigger marketing guys out there, and you just basically you made it happen by your determination, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say also just a, a lot of luck and just. Uh, uh, it, it was a moment of serendipity, I, I think. Well, so. then it's it's so cool, Chip, because you're also very intentional about it. I mean, going back, <clears throat> excuse me, to the fact that you wrote on that list that you wanted to be friends with Joe Polish. You know, you almost it's like you set it out into the universe uh, for it to happen, and and the way that you took action and then followed up, just like Tim said. And <clears throat> so the question now, after you've taken this action, you're on the plane. Was the idea to discuss your business plan for his approval or how he could partner up with your or how did kind of that evolve into something where you both 
collaboratively like got out of the meeting singing off the same page of how to put life to Joe Volunteer. Yes, yeah, so it was basically I, I had it in my head uh, the whole time to be a partner uh, with this. But yeah, I, I can say that the, the idea itself and, and the, the goal that we have of literally helping millions of people, that is so much more important than my involvement in it personally. So uh, when I went there, the idea was to get this going regardless of how it happens, whether I'm a part of it or not. I'd like to think that I was a part of it just because you know, I'd, I'd, I'd done, done a lot of the, the work up to that point. But uh, I would have been happy for him to, to take it from there and take everything to, to go forward on it or to be a part of it. Uh, but when we talked about it, uh, he, he asked me, he said, hey, do you want this to be your thing? Do you want it to be my thing? Or would you like to work together? And I'm like, uh, well, Joe Polish is asking if, <laughs> if I want to work with him. Uh, sure. Let, let me think about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's how it went down. And it was, uh, it was wonderful. And everything about uh, Joe, um, if you've heard of him or, or talked with him or whatever, just as genuine as he can be, uh, a great, great guy, and he's uh, better in person than he is uh, on uh, you know, podcasts and marketing programs and other things, which is uh, a neat thing. And uh, as a side note to that, I wrote uh, an article, 10 Things I Learned from Joe Polish uh, from Spending Two Days with Him, and uh, I'll post that on, on the webpage I'm creating for this. Oh, that's oh, awesome. so great. Awesome. That's so, so great. What, what would you say is your vision for Joe Volunteer, I know you said that you want to ten, uh, tenfold the volunteers and, and mil- you know, create millions and millions of volunteers. But how, how do you see that kind of coming together? Okay, well, the the goal again, it's uh, yeah. it is uh, audacious. It is out there. Uh, I want Joe Volunteer to be a worldwide movement, and uh, the way that we're starting it, uh, we're starting it small in Austin, Texas. Uh, we're uh, actually I've already written up the ad, and we're about to start. Uh, looking for what what I call a powder keg Joe in uh, Austin, and that's someone who takes this vision and starts running with it as well. And what their job will be is to recruit other Joes to talk to the news media, radio stations, uh, anyone else to get the word out there, get more volunteers on board, more Joes. Uh, And once they they do that, uh, they're going to sign up Joes and also they're going to teach Joes how to go out to the organizations, the hospitals, the animal shelters, to uh, find the contact person, basically try and create a liaison to say, hey, we have some volunteers coming your way. Get ready for it. Find someone that can talk to them or what have you, because there's a lot of uh, logistics that go into this. Sure. Basically, we're going to try and teach them how to go out and and teach the organizations how to post their opportunities and how to get involved. But anyways... Uh, we're starting locally and doing that, and then once we get a, a get it running as a prototype, get all the bugs out of it, then uh, we're going to take this uh, nationwide, and that's that's the idea, and that's when we have the app built, and the app is going to uh, be able to to be produced. But you, I'm sorry, going back to your question, you said where do you see it going? Uh, I see this as something that literally makes the world better. Uh, I see millions and millions of, of people that are suffering. Uh, have someone there to help them out and have a tool to have a tool that does that. And I put this in my, my business plan, but I see this literally uh, taking place in uh, Iran or the, 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 the really poor places in Africa um, just to, to go worldwide and, and something that can literally even make uh, uh, countries feel a little bit better about helping each other or, or what have you. And if you do business with someone or 
volunteer with someone, there's going to be some, some um, good feelings happening there. Sure. So. Now, so how if so I have a, actually a nonprofit organization, how are, how will uh, we be able to get involved, or how will the you know volunteer or the I'm sorry, how the, how would the nonprofit organizations be able to become a part of Joe Volunteer so that there's uh, connections. Uh, right now, the way to do it is to go to the website, JoeVolunteer.com, and as an organization, sign up as an organization. And, uh, and when we have people there, some Joes in your community to, to help sign you up, uh, we're going to do that. And actually, awesome. the way that we want to do it, um, once we get the, the bugs worked out, we start signing up organizations and Joes, and we know what the questions are, the problems how uh, if people are having a tough time going uh, on, on the app and, and figuring it out. We're going to do videos of this is how you sign up if you're an organization. Uh, frequently asked questions, this is how to do it. If you have problems, uh, call this number and maybe we'll have it answered by Joe's <laughs> to, to, help, uh, to help connect organizations like yours with volunteers that need to help. That's, that's the thought process and the idea sure. behind it. That's beautiful. So for JoeVolunteer.com, it seems that it's this beautiful intersection of leveraging technology and then the human aspect of, you know, you asking people to amplify the message, right, to do it on a local level, which is so brilliant. So when you take a look at that technical aspect of it, do you have the app creating abilities or, you know, what kind of a team are you surrounding yourself with to make this happen? Just kind of using that as a framework so somebody yeah. that is listening could say, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have absolutely zero experience in building an app. Uh, and in <laughs> fact, yeah, I've, I've built websites and way back when HTML, uh, we actually coded that. I, I learned how to do that. Right. But uh, strangely enough, I learned how to build a website through JoeVolunteer.com. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, one of my first websites that I built. I, I have it for my real estate company, uh, but I always had someone else do it. And this one I actually built myself. But uh, with that said, uh, Joe is now starting to put me in contact with people that uh, that do app uh, that do apps. And, and in fact, I, I just got an email from him. Uh, there's a company from uh, Krakow, Poland, uh, that wow. uh, had eight years of experience of building world class apps. And he just uh, just emails me and says, "Hey, by the way, you need to meet these people. They they do great jobs on it. So here's their number. Set up a meeting. <laughs> so awesome. that's, the, that's it. Uh, actually, this week um, I'm meeting uh, uh, a Skype meeting with Joe and a fellow by the name of Mike Klein. Uh, his company is Tech Guys Who Get Marketing. And if you uh, look up his website, they are just brilliant. They're sharp. Uh, I actually listened to him on the I Love Marketing podcast. A brilliant, brilliant guy." And he's giving us some advice as far as uh, where to go, how to do an Indiegogo fundraising campaign, which uh, which we're planning on doing. And he's run some of the most famous, uh, most successful campaigns out there. And Joe, of course, is a friend of his, so he just says, "Hey, you know, reach out to this guy and let's let's do that." So uh, the team is uh, it, it can be built fairly quickly just by the connections that that Joe Polish has, and he's just been awesome about it. Joe's ha- had the the busiest two weeks of his life and he's still helping out with, with this and, you know, connecting people. It's just been, been great with it. What, uh, but, what would you say that is that you need right now to really get this project going? Um, is there something that our boss free ballers out there could, could potentially lend a helping hand with? Wow. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, there are several things. So one of the biggest things that we need uh, to do right now is actually develop the application. And from what I've understood and how we're doing the application, uh, we're going to do a, a, a bare-bones minimum initially 
and doing that uh, for everything that we need is about 50 grand to actually develop a world-class application. So uh, donations will help, and that's at joevolunteer.com. But uh, we are also planning on doing, like I said, an Indiegogo campaign, and we have the Draw Shop doing up a a movie for us, uh, a nice movie that we're going to put on uh, on YouTube and out on our website, and we're hoping that that goes viral. So if uh, folks sign up at joevolunteer.com, uh, we're going to be sending emails and letting them know what's happening and how they can help. Because if you're a Joe, uh, what's kind of neat about our organization is we're going to have lots of people to help because we're a volunteer organization. <laughs> yeah, so right. we're going to use people from our own organization to help build it, uh, to help build what we have to do. So yeah, the biggest thing I'd say is to sign up at joevolunteer.com. So as other news comes out about the application and about what we're doing with that, uh, we'll notify everybody uh, about that. Now, would you say that this is, are you a nonprofit organization or are you going through those channels? Is, is that where you're looking at with this? Yeah, that, that's correct. Nonprofits are, or as we, we prefer to call it, a for-purpose organization. Love so, that. That's a, yeah. great, that's a great mindset shift because so yeah, many people I, don't understand what nonprofit actually means. <laughs> absolutely. And I, I think there's, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm all about capitalism and I love that. And I think that there's maybe uh, everyone just kind of, uh, it raises an eyebrow when you say nonprofit. You know, just like, uh, well, it's not good enough to be a for-profit organization or what have you. But yeah, we felt this one definitely needed to be a, a for-purpose organization. And I got that just just so you know. The the book, The Promise of a Pencil, yes. um, this really good book about that. And and, uh, and uh, Mr. Braun talked about uh, about for-purpose versus nonprofit. And that just yeah, again, it sits well with us because yeah. we definitely have a purpose for this. It's perfect. Um, so what, what Chip is talking about is an organization from Adam Brown, right? It's called Pencils yes. for Promise. Um, it's, a, yep. it's a great little organization as well. We'll have that in the show notes. Chip, how has this, because it sounds like you have a long tenure as an entrepreneur, has this form of tithing uh, of special passion project, how has that added value to your life as an entrepreneur? Oh, well, uh, as an entrepreneur, well, um, first of all, just as a human being, it, it makes you feel better. Uh, yeah, I think that we all have a higher purpose to help other people uh, on, on this planet. And, uh, yeah, and you can do that through your business, and I hope we do. Uh, you know, we do real estate and help people uh, buy and sell houses and manage, and I'm a real estate investor as well. Um, so we're always trying to help people with that. But we're put on this earth to help other people. Um, so you feel really good as a human being to do this. Um, and as a, as a business owner, how this has helped me, I'm actually uh, in the process. I've created another company, another real estate company, uh, that is uh, like an Uber for real estate um, and strangely enough, it, it coincides almost perfectly with, uh, with what we're doing at Joe Volunteer. And I am getting a huge uh, seven-figure education on how to do this and how to set it up and how to make it run. And actually, I already kind of had that in my head a little bit when I heard about Joe Volunteer. And I thought, you know, this mirrors a little bit what I'm trying to do in the private sector. So you said it marries up just, just really well with public sector, private sector, um, in learning how to do that. So I am uh, really enjoying getting to meet all these people and getting to find out how to run programs, how to uh, run ads for it, how to get people involved. And uh, just learning how to do this has been been absolutely incredible. If you're thinking about 
thinking about, you know, looking at your entrepreneurial trajectory, what would you say, what advice would you have for yourself? Let's say at like 21 years old, what what advice would you say that you have? 21 years old. I had pretty big dreams there as well. (laughs) You know what? uh, A lot of this in the Boss Free Society, y'all get it. The people that are listening to this right now and you see it, don't wait to be anointed by someone. Don't uh, just take life as it's given to you as saying, you you need to work 40 hours a week and and sit down here in a cubicle from nine to five and live for your weekends. And and that's your life. I mean, that's a very small life. I mean, not to put down anyone that's doing that right now, but but we're meant for more and we should be doing more. Um, And it sounds really cliche to say, follow your dreams or or whatever. You know what I I would say is uh, Jim Rohn. Y'all just did the the episode on him. I love that, by the way. It was great. He's had a big impact on my life. And I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. But one of the things that he said is work full time on your job and part time on your fortune. And uh, he mentioned that. And something I would tell myself back then and uh, that I would tell anyone that, that feels like they're a little stuck in their lives right now is you have a big goal and work on it part-time and don't give up. You know, I, it's funny because I see people on the on the internet, on Facebook and say, hey, I'm following my dream. I'm quitting my job and I'm going to write poetry about my how much I love looking at my, my son. You know, like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You know, hey, I, I appreciate that and I understand you don't want a boss and, and all, but hey, uh, have another trapeze in your hand before you let go of the last one. Sure. <laughs> so that, that's something that's really important. Um, and as far as advice, I mean, I, I haven't mentioned it on here yet, but uh, I am writing a book about this whole experience. Um, And the book actually started about six or seven months ago because I was feeling very stuck in my life. Yeah, I, I, I have a good business. I have a very good family life. But uh, I, I, I always in the back of my mind, I'm thinking there should be more. You know, you have more potential than this. And say, I don't know if y'all have experienced this where you wake up at three in the morning. You're like, what am I doing with my life? You know, the whole anxiety thing. And I thought about that. And I was just kind of at a stuck point in my life. So I, I started writing about it. And I said, you know, hey, there's got to be more. So uh, I started a project called uh, The Autobiography of a Couch Potato. And it's uh, basically, it, it's my journey to, to get better in life and, and do something more with it. And uh, so far, it's culminated in JoeVolunteer.com and the new business I'm creating with uh, the Uber for Real Estate. And hopefully, it has a really happy ending <laughs> for it. But uh, I started way back then to, to do the things like, uh, I know y'all know of that. Uh, Choose Yourself, James Altucher, The Daily Practice. Yes. Um, I set up a, a daily practice for myself, and I made sure every day I wrote things I was grateful for. Um, I did the idea lists uh, every day. James recommends having 10 ideas a day. Um, of course, I wanted to, to blow that out of the water, so I had at least 20 ideas a day. <laughs> and I figure, you know, out of over 7,000 ideas in a year, I'm going to come up with a couple of good ones that, that, that could improve my life or help other people. And actually, Joe Volunteer came from something like that, the autobiography of a couch potato, which uh, it, it, that's coming out of that. The new real estate company that I'm doing has come out of that. But there were several months just where I was feeling stuck and, and started doing that and feeling better about myself. And it just just revolutionized my life. Very, so. very inspiring. So, Chip, with everything that you do, you're a devoted daddy and a husband, author, for-purpose organization, real estate and all this thing. How do you keep your head in the game with everything that you have going on? You know, it's, uh, you know I've actually learned a lot about time management. And I knew that as a real estate agent, I'm teaching classes to other realtors. I've sold between 1,000 and 2,000 houses personally in the last 17 years. I've done that at a pretty high level and have been pretty good at it. 
and uh, I learned to leverage a lot of things. If, if I don't directly uh, affect an outcome, then I don't need to be a part of it generally. So I get myself out of a lot of loops. My property management company runs essentially without me, which is awesome because if I get involved, it, it messes things up. <laughs> so so that's, that's kind of nice. Uh, hopefully teaching realtors and, and the agents that work with us how to work on their own. Um, and uh, I, I do, I, I'd mentioned earlier about the, the time of your life from Tony Robbins. Um, it's a time management system. And sure. I think every week I think about the outcomes that I want to have happen. And I have my, it, it's really almost a sacred time to me. Every Sunday I go, I go uh, look at a creek or a lake. And while I'm there, I just spend an hour to two to write down all of my objectives for the week. I get everything out of my head that, that needs to be done, and I put it down on paper. And then from that, I take several of the things, and I come up with three or four major outcomes that I need to have happen that week. Mm. And, and it can be uh, pretty much anything, like make significant progress on Joe Volunteer. And then I, I brainstorm different, different ways to do that. Or... Uh, make rain in the real estate company because that's got to be done every once in a while to, you know, to to pay the bills and whatnot. So think about ways to do that um, and spending time with my kids and connecting and make sure. Um, I, I'm sure y'all have heard of the parable, the the big rocks first. Yes, sure. yes, yes, absolutely. And I, I just I very much make sure the big rocks come first in my life. So that's probably what what keeps it together and keeps it uh, keeps me from you know my head exploding i guess <laughs> <laughs> so so just to give our Bosri ballers perspective on the big rocks parable and i'm going to paraphrase so you guys help me fill in where i miss but basically look at a jar an empty jar is your life and then the big things the important things are the big rocks you want to put those in first like family or faith if that's where you whatever is that you um, allocate as a big rock or something of the utmost importance you put in first. Everything else or the little pebbles or the other stuff you fill in into the jar, right? But the big stuff yes. comes first and that's how you live a quality life. Have I missed anything? No, that, that's good. And, and just the, the whole parable of it is if you put the small rocks in first and the big rocks will never fit. That's right. So, yeah, and the big rocks are the things like the family and your uh, massively transformative purpose that you have in the world professionally or something like that. You want to make sure and get those all in first before you, you, you do the, I guess, quote-unquote, little things. So, yep. exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, Chip, it's come to the time. We always, our parting question that we ask all our boss-free interviewees, what sage advice can you offer for our boss-free society listeners? Uh, something that they can do in the next 24, 48 hours that can move their business forward. Wow. I have a lot, <laughs> but uh, just one thing. Wow. I would say probably the biggest thing for me has been the the practice of, uh, of coming up with ideas. And, and I think that you need as an entrepreneur or as someone that's the, aspiring to live your own life and life on your terms, that you have got to develop the superpower of having great ideas. And you do that by doing it constantly and getting really good at it. And if you can think to yourself, okay, and you start this practice of doing at least 10 a day, I recommend 20 a day because you just get better at it faster. Mm. Uh, making your, uh, James Altucher mentions this, this isn't my idea, but uh, making your brain sweat to really think hard it's a brainstorm and develop your brain. It's just like any kind of muscle and working it out at the gym or whatnot. But it's come up with 
ideas of how to change your life, how you can make your business better, how you can revolutionize the, the field of podcasting or real estate or volunteer work or uh, 20 books that you can write, uh, anything like that, and you start off with those ideas, and again, you get really good at, at that type of thing, and, uh, and opportunities will never cease for you if you always have an idea of what to do next. And, and again, I say you have 3,000 3, to 7,000 ideas. Some of them are bound to be good. You know, Absolutely. if you, you figure about three or four of those a year that you want to practice on, and that's you know the top top point one percent of the ideas, then some of those are going to be pretty darn good. That is some pretty darn good advice right there. Love it. That you guys can take instead of the ten the ten ideas, do twenty. So it'll accelerate that whole process. To be honest, I do 10. And even the 10, sometimes I'm like, wow, what can I say? What can I say? But you're absolutely right, Chip. I think over time, you you start to, it starts to, it's almost like you're planting a seed of idea and it could spring into something else, you know? It could blossom into something else. And it's just absolutely. so amazing. And the fact that from one of your ideas, joevolunteer.com has been created, that says something as to the power of what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, right? yeah. Which is well, really outstanding. Absolutely. Yeah. All the right. Idea, the, the, the new currency. Yes, yes. Exactly. So, Chip Franks, our boss reballer, thank you so much for being on our show. It is an honor and a privilege. I'm excited to be uh, a participant in joevolunteer.com along with my family. I want to read Autobiography of a Couch Potato. <laughs> I want to read that book too. And we're just so excited to see what evolves for all of these great projects that you're working on. So, we salute you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. And just uh, I had already referenced it before. Um, I'm going to put a lot of uh, a lot of materials that can help out the listeners to this. It's autobiographyofacouchpotato.com slash phosphory. Excellent. Love it. Love Excellent. it. Thank you very much, Chip. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. All I right, appreciate guys. it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society. Or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.